Yes! Yes! That's right, folks. We're back in the paddock. F1, Greeny, and the cheese. We've made the 18-hour trek by car, or the 880 miles by camel or horseback from the kingdom of Bahrain to the kingdom of Saudi Arabia on the banks of the Red Sea. That's right. We're back at Jeddah for round two. Jeddah, the second largest city in Saudi Arabia. It's also the gateway to the holy cities of Mecca and Medina. We're only 53 and a half miles from Mecca. Did you know that, Michael? I did know that because you say it the third year in a row. Saying it here. Well, there's not many things you got there. And that's a pretty big thing. So, but this is no travel show. This is an F1 show. And we're at the Jetta Street Circuit. 27 corners. The most on the calendar. Second longest circuit on the calendar. 3.83 miles. Three DRS zones. It's high speeds through the concrete. Full commitment. You give it the full beans for 80% of your lap. And it was just full, straight up full Red Bull dominance for the second race in a row. Frano had the start, but he didn't have the pace. As Sergio cruised on by to take the win. Max cut through the field to take second. Alonso gets third. After he got third, he wasn't third, but they was back third again. After this, they talked to the stewards. I don't know what the hell went on there. Sure looked like they touched the car to me, but we're caffeinated. We're medicated. Greeny. Good evening, sir. We're third. We're fourth. We're fourth. We're third. We're on the podium. We're off the podium. He's an old man already. This man is not confused enough. I mean, it's a hundred podium. You're taking it away. You had you had like thirty down laps to give the penalty. What the hell happened there? <laughs> Unreal, man. Unreal. But here we are, and I'm actually sitting in the first time Greeny in the Cheese Studio. So you might get a little echo and feedback because it's not really complete yet. But I have nowhere else to record the show because we we're supposed to be complete as promised uh, about two days ago, but. We're running overtime. We will be ready for Australia, um, but here we are, and we're pumped to be here. What an incredible race, as long as you're not a Ferrari fan. It was a really good day for you, and um, yeah, here we are with Max Verstappen navigating through the pack, which was awesome to see, but I think the big thing here is the fifth win for Sergio Perez, who finds himself in first. See the top of the leaderboard here? In the no, driver's championship? Max, no, I think Max, Max will have Max got the fastest uh, lap. Max ended up getting the fastest lap. I, I I know late in the race there, he won a fastest lap. Sergio had it until about lap, what, 48, 49, something like that. And then uh, – He got him the last lap. Yeah, the last lap. He took it back there. So – Kudos to Sergio Perez for winning and not giving that up to Max Verstappen because his pace, I think Sergio's pace really, really put him in a position to uh, uh, to win here and, and to not let Max take him. And you had uh, Alonso about 20 seconds behind the two of them to finish up the race. So it was really a Red Bull weekend. And Aston Martin definitely had some screw-ups. We're going to talk about that a little later. But – the Red Bulls, how did they look? And Sergio Perez, Max Verstappen, how did Sergio look, first of all? How do you feel about Sergio? Was this a legit win for him? Um, or was this just Max messing up in, in, in court or having the uh, um, issues in qualifying to put him in a position 
for Sergio to win. What do you think of Sergio's performance today? I mean, it's a, it's a legit win. I don't look at a rubbish question that is. You win the race, you win the race. Bottom line. If Max doesn't have the issue in quality, does he win? Heck no. No. Max is quicker than Sergio. Bottom line. Red Bulls are dominant. I mean, you know, the drivers after the race in Bahrain saying, you know, we're screwed. We're all screwed. They're just that good. And it's only going to get better. You're going to see this week in and week out pretty much unless the Unless they have a mechanical. Like I said. I mean, you can hand them the damn trophy right now. It's over. I mean, we're in we're in race two, so I don't want to know call, calling it over at the moment. But yeah, it's, it's over. Putting, it's over. the rest of the league. It's putting the rest of Formula One in a tough spot. Um, I do think Sergio Perez's numbers were a little bit better than you. Uh, give on Max definitely had trouble in the first couple laps there uh, passing anyone, but he really got going after about the third, fourth lap after his tires got going and heated up there. And he really started just tearing away at the rest of the pack, just passing people, especially when he got up to, 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 you know, passing right by Lewis Hamilton, just tearing up the field. And he looked incredible. Lewis even said after, after the race, there's a big difference in clean air and dirty air. So, of course, Perez's times were going to be better at the beginning in clean air. When you're back in the pack working your way through, you get dirty air. You're definitely not going to have the same lap time. Plus, it was kind of mad back there for a while at the start of the race. A lot of, you know, I think Max just sat back for a couple laps to get, let things get settled down and then put the pedal down. Yeah. Plus, Max, you know, at the end of the Max plus at the end of the race, plus at the end of the race for you know a number of laps there, they backed off because they were having a seemed like another issue happening again. Max was hearing things, so they backed it down a little bit. If given the chance, without having to back off, I think Max possibly could have caught Sergio because he was a coming. And he's quicker. All right. Well, listen, listen. You had you had the restart, or or not, not the restart, but you had the uh, um, uh, couple cautions. You had you had opportunities for Max to catch up. So it's always tough. Listen, it, it feels like we have a caution every single race. We have a safety car pretty much every single race um, uh, these days. So it's always an opportunity for a car that's behind to uh, to always pick up and. Uh, and catch up in those situations. And, and, and Max did that as well. I, I don't know. I, I'm very curious to see what they do lined up one, two, Max and, and Sergio lined up one, two, which we'll probably see in Australia, most likely. Um, and see how they do. Uh, because I think Sergio can really give it to Max this year. I think he can. And many people disagree, but I really want to see a challenge this year. I really want to see, I know it's going to be a Red Bull this year, but, and it's probably going to be Max Verstappen taking on the championship this year, but let's see Sergio give it to him. Let's see, let's see Sergio give him a run for his money. I want to see it. Everyone wants to see it. Don't you? I'd like to see it, but I don't see it happening. 
Are you not entertained? I'm not entertained. <laughs> you are not entertained. So let's... <laughs> Even with a dead heat pretty much at the top of the leaderboard here. I mean, it's flashback. It's like, you know, Hamilton and Rosberg. It's, you know, the one team. That's not what you, you know, that's not what you want to see. Behind that, there's there's more teams involved, but you're not going to have any title fight because it's just one team. And they're that much more dominant than everybody else. The, 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 it, there's, there's Red Bull. Then you got Aston, Ferrari, and Merck. And then after that, it's everybody else. To be dead honest. And that's pretty much where you're at. Yeah. It's, so it's a battle. It's a, it's a battle. It's a battle for second. But you know what? As a great race car driver once said, second is the first loser, sir. So second place go. is the first loser. And but but we have a battle for, for second and we have a battle for fifth is what we're gonna have our entire season come down to. And I think almost every single squad, almost every single team out there is either battling for second or or fifth outside of Red Bull, who is long and away gone. Listen, we have a lot more to get to. We have a lot more to talk about. We're going to have greedy bucks. Oh, my gosh. Somebody almost hit or may have hit, and it was back and forth with Alonzo. Um, a lot of nerves, a lot of money on the line. Uh, we have winners. We have losers. And somebody is going to get slapped. Let's see who it is. Greeny and the cheese in the paddock F1. Back in a flash. Now we can go. Creating the cheese of the paddock, everyone. What a mess. I can't believe you would spend your evenings with us. But thank you for spending your evenings or your mornings or your commutes with us. Because we'd just be talking to ourselves. So here we are. Of course, as cheese always brings, he brings the fire as he throws me into onto the track Quizmaster's cockpit sending me around his lunacy of questions and um, curious to see which direction he took this week as he always tries to stump me usually stump me um, I don't even have my bell do I even have my bell I don't know about my bell. Moving, moving on. It's, it's absolute shambles ah. this evening. It's a shambles show. It's absolute shambles. Oh, I got it. I got it. All right. We well, you'll, you'll need it for the first two. You'll need it for nothing. You're thinking. I really don't you. think you have any, any chance to get the third question. Prognostications. Let's see how they fare out. It's kind of a stumper. But... Question one. As is tradition, it's part of the opening. How many miles is Jetta from Mecca? Oh, 53 and a half. That is correct. Took three years. <laughs> three years. But I got it. Only took three years. We're learning. Finally learning. Question two. 
What circuit is longer than Jeddah on this year's calendar? Spa? That is correct. You said that like you're asking a question. <laughs> pretty sure I was correct. Question number three. Aston Martin was on the front row today. When was the last time an Aston Martin was in the front row in an F1 race? That's a good question. I'm drawing a complete blank. Uh, what did I say? The year? The race? Uh, if you give me the year, I'll be impressed. <laughs> if you give me the decade, I'll be impressed. <laughs> Nineteen sixty-two. That is incorrect. It is nineteen fifty-nine. The British Grand, the British Grand Prix. Roy Salvatore had that bad boy. Aston Martin on the front row. I knew it was around that time period. I, <laughs> I just. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. On the front, just on the front row. How about that? Just on the front row. Think about that. Think about that, Aston Martin. What a, what a great day for that. And, and what a great turnaround from this time last year. Um, so that makes me a loser. That is correct. Close, close but no cigar. Close, but no cigar as always. Close, um, but no cigar. So That'll take are. us right into losers. Right into losers. Go for it. My first loser is going to be McLaren. Another absolute disaster. Absolute mess. They got glow going down there in McLaren. Uh, Zach Brown's going to get fired. Mark it down. You know, after the season or something, he's going to get fired. Because since he's taken over, they're moving forward for a second, but then it's, it's just been downward, downward, downward since. Clarence, absolute mess. And Ferrari's a loser today. The safety car did not help them out. Totally blew their strategy right up in their face. Those would be my two losers. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with the like the most hot and cold driver over the last two years, and that's Valtteri Bottas. Uh, the only guy to get, get laughed today, I think. Um, yeah. Finish way back. Just a, a mess there, especially when he's getting beat out by his teammate there. Um, not good when your teammate beats you by five places and you get lapped. A little bit of a disaster. A little bit of a disastrous weekend, the entire weekend uh, for for Botas. Definitely a, a, a different Botas than we saw last year at the Jetta circuit. And I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with Nico Hulkenberg. He held on all weekend after having a terrible, terrible race in Bahrain, a terrible weekend in Bahrain, held on, and and then ended up finishing 12th. Definitely should have done better than his teammate. And it's questionable if he should have come back into Formula One. Definitely yeah, a couple years off of Formula One full-time are definitely showing, and I hope he gets a little better here. But um, 
you know, Haas did pick up a point, which that's a miracle in itself. But um, K-Mag. It's a tough one this week because a lot of drivers drove pretty well. Um, but that's my losers. Those are my losers. And um, I'm sure you got some winners that are not red. So go ahead, Cheese. Take it away. Uh, first winner, we're going to give it to Fernando Alonso. 100th career podium. How about them apples? It's a pretty massive achievement. That's massive. Bravissimo. Bravissimo. Um, I'll give it to Merck, fourth and fifth. Good weekend. It's a good weekend for Merck. Yeah, I 100% agree with the Merck. Uh, 100%. Really good weekend. Lewis Hamilton had a, had a really good weekend. Um, and... I mean, Russell was on was on the podium, off the podium, on the podium, ended up off the podium. I think at this point, what time is it? 9, 15 p.m. on the East Coast. As of an hour ago, I think we're settled, right? That yes. Alonso did get, did get the podium. It's his official yes. after yes. the back and forth. Who knows when we wake up tomorrow, it could, could change by tomorrow morning. we we'll see. Um, but, you know, I've also – I was really impressed um, – Obviously, Max Verstappen tore it up this weekend and, and was and had a great weekend. I was impressed with Yuki Sonoda. Uh, they're really getting called to the mat. Definitely had a good race. Uh, definitely needs to do uh, do that over and over again. The way he raced today, didn't get the points, but right behind was really in there. Was in the mix with um, uh, K Mag down the stretch the whole way, and and those two guys were going at it, and it really ended up just K Mag getting the points, which I'll take as a Haas fan, but. Um, Yuki definitely looked better today, so we'll see how he comes out in Australia. But today he looked good, and it looks like he's going to keep his job <laughs> as of now. He's got a big uphill battle to climb here. So uh, those are my winners, which only leaves us with one more thing to talk about. You know what that is, Cheese. You gave it to me, and then I gave it back to you, and then you gave it back to me, and then you took it back. This is like the podium, Alonzo podium. <laughs> so you have the baby powder in your hands. You might have a little sand in that baby powder too. So, sir, the floor is yours. All right. Well, the slap this week is going to the stewards in the FIA. What in the hell happened? How do you decide to give a penalty? 30 laps. After the incident occurred, what the hell happened? Did they fall asleep? Were they taking a siesta? And woke up? And they decided, oh, yeah, they were touching the car. Like 45 minutes ago. That's an embarrassment. That's a gosh darn embarrassment. You're going to give a penalty, it's got to be immediate. You can't give it 30 laps later after the incident occurred. I mean, if the if you know it's a penalty 30 laps later, then you shouldn't know it's a penalty 30 laps before. If you had video evidence. So that's an absolute joke. Absolute joke. So the stewards can get out the powder. We're in the desert. So get that sand in there too. So get that extra stink and slap yourselves. 
Not once. That's a two times. I'm done. Two times. Yeah, I, I, it's like we're back to where we were in the Michael Massey days already over here. It's like nobody knows what they're doing. Uh, you have 23 races a season. You have an entire team that's there. You know, it's like it's like an umpire or manager or the same kind of criticism that you get in, in football or, or any other major sport where this is all you do. This is your only job. This is your only job is to make these determinations. Most of the time, the race no, continues. That's the problem. That's the problem. This ain't their only job. There's different race directors throughout the year. There's different stewards every weekend. That's the problem. You don't have somebody that is their job. That's the problem. That's they a big a problem. Set, they need a set of stewards that are there throughout the year. And one damn race director. Period. And we're going to keep having the same problems over and over and over again as we saw, as we saw. And it's just every time in Jetta, right? Maybe it's just Jetta. Maybe it's Jetta that's the problem. Anyway, that's about it here. So we got one more segment to go. We're going to have, what do we got? We got greenie bucks. Of course we got greenie bucks. Do we have a double trifecta? Can we play enough Hall and Oates? Do we have enough Hall and Oates albums to be able to handle <laughs> all the winning that's going on? The insane amount. Maybe it's getting too easy. We'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about all the gambling and the gambling picks, uh, as well as we have ten questions for cheese to finish up the week. So we got that, and of course a little preview of the Australian Grand Prix in two weeks. Greeny the cheese in the paddock F one. Back after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you know what that sound means boys and girls in the paddock f1 greening in the cheese oh it's that time to take that fantasy ride to that fantasy island of greentopia the beer flows like wine and the wine flows like beer and the cannabis grows as Far as the eye can see. Look at it out there. Look at it. Look at that green. We take that little little trek to that top of the hill to that casino in the sky. To use them greenie bucks. So the only thing you can use greenie bucks for. Betting on those Formula One races. Are we cashing in? Or are we checking out? I th listen. <laughs> I don't know if I stole your vibe or you stole my vibe, but it went down the same way both sides. We both picked Matt up, up Sergio Perez to the win. Uh, both picked Max to come back and pick up thirteen spots from fifteenth to go to the second. I think it was a no brainer. It was like a no brainer weekend. Then we both picked Alonso for third. Perez, Max, and Alonso. Um, for the trifecta, it was like a no-brainer. It was the first time I think we agreed and won ever in Greenie Box. Um, not the biggest payout in the world, but it's an even payout on both sides. 
which both leaves us as we started race one with 5,000 greenie bucks. And we are, hang on, let me talk to my accountant here. Um, yeah, I don't trust your accountant, so. Well, listen, I had a big week last week where I hit the trifecta. So, so I'm six for six so far. And you're five for six, all right? So um, listen, it's not not shabby, but six for six. But I had a big six last weekend or a big three last weekend. So I am now. No, that's an incorrect number. No, let me do the math. No, you have a little more than I thought here. So you have 5,950. You're already up like almost 20% on the season. Look at that. 5,950. I, on the other hand, have 6,650 greenie bucks at the moment. So I'm, I am, I guess, comfortably 700 greenie bucks in the lead. Um, comfortably, but anything can happen. And I'm sure I will blow that as we have 21 more races to go and a whole bunch of <laughs> greenie bucks to throw down. So kudos to you, sir. Kudos to me as well. Uh, as the first time ever, history has been made and we both hit uh, all three categories of betting. Fantastic. Any more, any more before we go to the fastest 10 questions in all four. Well, we need, it's, it's, it's going to probably end up being a pretty easy betting season. Cause you're pretty much going to have a uh, max and Sergio in your trifecta and, and for the win about every week. I don't know about that. Yeah, I think so. How do you know? Listen, Captain Prognosticator, you should be a weatherman. <laughs> call, do you call see? Do you see it happening any other way? Anything can happen. Are you gonna? You're not gonna have Max and Sergio basically in your trifecta for the whole season. It's gonna be like Lewis. It's gonna be Lewis and Rosberg all over again. I don't know what I'm going to have. I have no idea. Well, if you, don't, if you don't have that, you're going to lose. I have zero clue what I'm going to have. This a meteor hits like Team Red Bull or something. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Um, I don't know. Listen, Merck can come out of these, of these upgrades and end up being a beast again. How about them apples? They got a long way to go for that. George Russell didn't look, didn't look too shabby. Yeah, he still finished, what, what, 40, 40 seconds behind the Red Bulls? <laughs> and let's see what happens if Aston Martin doesn't screw everything up over and over again. <laughs> they were still 20 seconds behind, so come on, next. Make up next. time. One race, one race. You, know, you have no idea. You have no idea. You have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea. It's a long, it's a long season. But anyway, it's like it's like Rossberg and Hamilton again. You can put those two in the betting. Only only way they they didn't finish in the top three every race that year was when they took each other out. (laughs) You never know. You never know. You can call the one week where they take each other out, and they take each other out. Yeah, nobody's calling me for Alonzo winning and and each other out. Alonzo wins. You're not going to be calling that. You're not calling. Big that. risk, big reward. Also, how much? How much are you betting too? What do you have the coulions to bet? You're going to bet a thousand. You're going to bet twenty percent, thirty percent of your stack on Max if you're so confident. Put it all on Max next week. Then 
You got you got fifty seven. You have fifty nine hundred greenie bucks right now. So if you're so confident, why don't you put like two grand on Max? On, maybe on Max I maybe I'll become the Mad Hatter. <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I will. All right. With that, with all that nonsense, I got questions for you. And you're going to answer my questions. <laughs> Are you ready, sir? I'm always ready you're, for your You're rubbish. always ready. So he's ready for the you're never. You're, you're sometimes not ready for your own questions. I'm not so. ready for the questions. Here we go. After watching today's race, do you think Checo can make the Drivers' Championship interesting this fall? No. Next. <laughs> Quick end-of-season rankings. Rank them in order from uh, two, three, four. Ferrari, Aston Martin, Merck. How are they going to end? Aston Martin, Merck, Ferrari. It's a mess. (laughs) Next. Nick DeFries and Logan Sargent both completed their first two races in Formula One. Either of the two drivers impressed you so far? Logan Sargent impressed me. He definitely has impressed me, the uh, the young American. Next. Speaking of rookies, Oscar Piastri went toe-to-toe with Lando this weekend. Does McLaren stink or... Is Oscar almost as good as Lando is already? McLaren stinks. No pace, massive drag, absolute rubbish. Next. Aston Martin cost Alonzo another 10 seconds for some miscommunication and disaster in the pits. Uh, Who is to blame for all this? Well, one, they took that away, so there was no penalty. So next. Next, sorry, I wrote this right after the race. Safety <laughs> <laughs> looked better in Saudi Arabia than Bahrain. It improvements, it, the improvements work, or is this just a better track for the Merc drivers and vehicle? Um, they didn't really bring that many big upgrades. They're they're coming, but uh, and the track just might have suited their car better this week. Next. Uh, Yuki Sonoda raced well after feeling the heat after Bahrain. Does Yuki have a chance to keep his F1 seat long-term, or is he just going to be a short-term driver here in Formula 1? I think short-term. He's too He's too much Jekyll and Hyde. You never know what you're going to get out of him. Next. Saudi Arabia is open to the possibility of hosting two Grand Prix in the future with the second coming out of a new F1 track. They're building in, I apologize if I get this name wrong, Kidia. Yeah, it's, it's outside see, of Riyadh. Do you want to see two Formula One tra- tracks in Saudi Arabia? I haven't even seen this new track, so can't make any decisions on that until you see the track. Finish that first. So things think it's like three, four years. Next. FIA officials say no to riding bicycles around the track on Thursday. Drivers aren't so happy about it. How do you feel about the lack of bikes? Maybe you should be concerned about getting penalty calls correct before you start banning bikes. How about that? Next. 
That's all we got. Ten questions right on time as always. Well, it was, always, it was really only nine because your tenth question didn't really matter. Well, whatever. I'm just sorry. Sorry. It was, it was someone's to blame still. There's still someone to blame. I don't I don't care. And you copped out of that question. I gave it to you because I had to get through those who were running out of time. You copped out of that question. There is someone to blame just because the FIA didn't f- really finish the loop and close the loop, as we, as we would say. Uh, it doesn't mean diddly poo. There's still someone to blame there. It was a mess. It was a mess. And that's all I got to say. Final thoughts as we head into Australia. Uh, Fortnite time. You can watch more Red Bull dominance. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> you went to qualifying yesterday thinking, you know, there's like a little over a second between the field after the first race. You went to quali yesterday saying, there's a, there could be a second between the Red Bulls in the field. So we'll see what we're going to get in two weeks. See well, if anybody brings any upgrades. As always. Stay Medicaid. We'll see you in two weeks. Stay Medicaid. Stay caffeinated. And we are... Uh, don't forget the YouTube channel. YouTube show, we've, we, we've, we've quadrupled the viewers over the last six weeks here, or, the, or, the, or a sub count here. Uh, forget about the view count. We went from about 100 uh, a month to over 30,000 views on the YouTube channel a month. So uh, believe it or not, that's a, that's a big number there, Cheese. So uh, it keeps getting bigger and bigger every day. I, unbelievable. Last video has got like oh, almost 200 views. So uh, great job. I think we're going to put this one up, at least part of this one up, uh, up there. Maybe the first segment will go up. Um, onto the YouTubes there. So check that out. Check all of our stuff out. And we got a lot more stuff coming. Uh, really, really do. So the YouTube channel is going to where, where it's going to be at, uh, as well as right here, wherever you listen to your <coughs> podcast, either Apple or on Spotify or Stitcher or whatever your podcast, wherever you're listening to Greening the Cheese. We appreciate you from all over the world. We cannot do this without you. And we'll see you soon. Peace. Peace.